That's episode two, Art During COVID. Now, an important announcement from our amazing PTSA. Remember to participate in the gift wrap slash cookie dough fundraiser. PTSA is organizing this event. You would have received an email from Mrs. Bender yesterday. It would have included an attached fundraiser flyer. Please send this flyer to all your friends and family members to advertise this fundraiser. Here are the results from last Friday's spirit count. The winners of K through third is Mrs. Torrente's second grade class with 100% participation. The winners of fourth through sixth grade is Mrs. Scott's sixth grade class with 87% participation. The winners of seventh through eighth grade is Mrs. Wagner's seventh grade class with 100% of participation. Overall, the most spirited group was K through third with 82% of kids showing spirit. Thank you to everyone who participated. Also, dogs were three times more popular than cats in the polls today. Lastly, we would like to remind all students to turn off their Chromebooks during the night hours. Thank you for listening to the announcements. Greetings. We are the Community Service Group for Leadership, and we would like to share information with you about our new sock and soap drive for the homeless. The sock and soap drive will take place during the month of September. You will be able to drop off your donations in a bucket outside the school office from Friday, September 4th through Friday, September 25th. The bucket will be there from 2.45 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. The prize for the top two largest personal donations will be $20 gift cards. Right now, the shelter really needs soap, so we are hoping to get more donations of soap than socks, but both are useful. Please remember to securely attach your name to your donation. The Stockton Homeless Shelter has been providing services for the homeless population in the city of Stockton and San Joaquin County since 1987. Stockton and San Joaquin County serve about 320 homeless women, men, and children. Some items that homeless shelters need are soaps, socks, water bottles, razors, and much more. This project is very important because homelessness is a big problem in our county. And since the pandemic, homelessness has increased, which isn't good. This video was made as a fun way to introduce our project. Students are encouraged to watch the videos and look for hidden socks around campus, just like our sock search last year. The student who finds the correct amount of paper socks will receive a $20 gift certificate. If more than one student gets the correct answer, we will do a raffle to find the prize winner. Whenever you see a sock, write it down so you have a better chance of remembering. Email your guests to Mrs. Sprague at sdsprague at lusd.net. We hope this video inspires you to donate socks and soap to Brookside School. Remember September 4th to the 25th. If you donate the most socks or soap, you win a prize. Our goal is to gather 100 pairs of socks and 300 bars of soap. Make it happen by donating. Donate to Brookside School. Thank you for your support. Go Bobcats! Don't forget to check out the video in your Google Classrooms and Class Dojos. Your sock guest is due to Mrs. Sprague by this Friday. Hello Bobcats! My name is Lucia Tom and I'm going to be telling you this week's fun facts. This week's fun facts topic is art and its history. Hope you enjoy! Fact number one. Did you know that the first artists used ashes from fire, red clay, or even natural pigments from plants for paint? Wow, that's really cool. I wonder how hard that was to make. Fact number two. Did you know that the traditional different forms of art would include architecture, sculpture, painting, literature, music, performing, and even filmmaking? Wow, that's amazing. 
Fact number three. Do you know that literature remains the highest form of art to this day? Wow, that's really cool. The definition of literature is considered to be books, scripts, poems, or anything else in that category. Wow, that's really cool. Fact number five. Do you know that Paul Cadden is considered the best drawing artist in the world? He was born in Glasgow in 1964, and he is well known for his hyper-realistic drawings. I hope you enjoyed this week's fun facts about art and its history. During this past year, movie theaters have been dying. Soon there could be none left. Due to recent circumstances, movie theaters have not been able to operate. They've been losing millions of dollars in revenue and parting ways with employees. Many new movies have since came out on home streaming channels such as Netflix, Amazon, or Disney. Just showing a movie in a theater isn't the main way that many theater companies make money. At least 80% of revenue from theaters is from popcorn, snacks, and soft drinks. Does this mean the end for movie theaters? Absolutely not. In recent months, drive-in theaters have been popping up all around the country. They became an alternative to the closed-down theaters. In the meantime, we hope to see movie theaters reappear sometime in the near future. Hello everyone, my name is Lucia Tom, and today I'm going to be asking you five trivia questions about your favorite movies. Stay till the end of the podcast to see which questions you got right and which ones you didn't. Question one, the Lorax is based on a book by which author? A, J.K. Rowling, B, Beatrix Potter, or C, Dr. Seuss? Two, what candy was used to lure E.T. in the 1982 film? A, Skittles, B, Reese's Pieces, or C, M&M's? Question three, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what are the names of the four Pevenese kids? Question four, When Nemo was put in the fish tank in Finding Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? A. Clownfish B. Fishbait or C. Sharkbait And finally, for our last question. Question 5. In Madagascar 3, the voice gets arrested in which city? Stay until the end of the podcast to find the answers for these five questions and to see if you get them right or wrong. And now an interview with a new teacher at Brookside, Miss Borlick, who teaches math and photography. Hi, Miss Borlick. So I'm going to ask you six questions. They will be a mix of this week's topic, which is art, and some about you, personal stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, so you teach photography. When did you start expressing interest in it? When I was little, my dad was a photographer, and he would always carry a 35 millimeter Pentax SLR camera throughout my childhood. And so we have albums and albums of photographs. And as a kid, I loved to look through the photographs and would study them and learn a lot of different techniques about photography through looking at them. I just wanted to be like him. And I think that just looking at the photographs that he had taken, I became interested in doing the same type of thing. That's cool. So do you have like a favorite thing you like to take pictures of? Kind of. I would say that what I take pictures of often depends on what feelings I'm feeling. So like what emotions I'm having. If I'm feeling happy, I really like to take pictures of people and children, like my nephews, just because they evoke so much joy. And if I'm feeling more thoughtful or sad, I like to take pictures of landscapes or oceans and that type of thing. So it's 
depends on how I'm feeling. So you also teach math. Would you say photography and math have any relation? Oh yeah, definitely. I would say they have a relation. Um, the big way that they're related is that through the fractions and the numbers that are involved with letting light into a camera using the shutter speed and the aperture. So like that's all stuff that's inside of a camera, but also math is related in the composition of a photo. So how you plan on creating the, the whole image basically. So through mm -hmm. like whether you're shooting from different angles from up above or down below or like shooting really close or also there's something called the rule of thirds which is basically splitting up a photo into thirds both horizontally and vertically placing the subject on the intersection of those lines so definitely math is involved so let's get personal what's the hardest part about your job the hardest part about my job this year is not being able to be with my students. I think mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's probably every teacher's hardest part this yeah. year just because I think we're more effective when we're with the students. We're working very hard, though, to try to meet the expectations that are being placed on us and just to help students learn in this environment. So when you're not teaching, what are some activities you like to do for fun? Normally is travel and I am a big fan of sports. I follow women's soccer as well as the Oakland A's and the San Francisco 49ers. So normally, but this year has been a struggle for both those things. Traveling is not that mm -hmm. easy and watching sports is not that easy also. So I've been doing a lot of gardening and cooking and lots of reading this year. So yeah. I enjoy those things too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so final question. What is one piece of advice you would give to your students for the future? I would say that making mistakes is okay. I think that that happens a lot in math, that mm -hmm. sometimes we really have to get something wrong in order to yeah. learn from it. And sometimes we learn our best lesson making mistakes and learning from them. That's great. Yeah. So thank you for being part of this interview. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Pause for thought. Who do you like better, Star Wars or Marvel? All of the people in this debate have been given opinions, and these opinions may not be their real-life point of views. Star Wars is better for the following reasons. Star Wars has great plot and character development. For instance, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. They start off at a young age, and you can see them progress through their ages as the movies progress. But Marvel has better backstories, because there's multiple movies about a single character. Well, that is true. However, Marvel puts way too much money into just one movie. Well, they could split all their money up into different movies to make actually good series. Well, you might say that, but... Marvel does have the highest grossing movies with Avengers Endgame at 1 and Avengers Infinity War at 2. That is true, however. The different planets in Star Wars, they have much better art than any Marvel movie does. For instance, the planets in Star Wars such as Naboo and Coruscant, they have great art and culture on them. Well, you might say that, but there are a lot more main characters. Well, you might say that, but Star Wars has many different planets. For instance, something can be going on in one planet over here, but in the other planet, and war is going on. There are many different plot points within Star Wars. Marvel focuses on different wars and battles every single movie. That may be true. However, Marvel makes tons of useless fights. For instance, Thanos. He's supposedly indestructible, right? However, 
What is Spider-Man throwing him against a wall gonna do if he's indestructible? It makes no sense. Marvel just adds pointless fights in the movies. Pause for thought. Who do you like better, Star Wars or Marvel? It's story time, The New Kid, Part 2. I couldn't believe my eyes. Was Greg actually here in Pittsburgh? This could be a doppelganger, but if it was true, it would be amazing. He approached me and Lila. Hello, I'm Jeremy. Are you new here? I opened my mouth but no words came out. I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to be wrong about him. Lila elbowed me. Ow! Lila replied, Hi, Jeremy. I'm Lila, and this is my younger brother, Anthony. He is new here. Are you new, too? A wide smile plastered across his face. Yes, I am. I just got here. Oh, really? We just got here. Actually, you and Anthony could be great friends. Don't you think, Anthony? They both looked over at me. Sure, I stuttered. Perfect. Let's pick up the schedule, and you two head to class. Lila quickly said as she looked for the time. All of us walked to the front office and got our schedules and classes. It turned out Jeremy and I got most of the same classes besides P.E. All right, you two, head to class. It's almost time. Jeremy took a quick glance at his classes and shoved the paper into his backpack. Okay, let's go, Anthony. Uh, yeah, sure. I was still shocked about how much Jeremy looked like Greg and acted like him. We watched as Lila left out the front door and turned and headed to our first class, math. It turned out we weren't the only new kids. There were seven other new kids. Our math teacher, Mrs. Harvey. She was very grumpy and didn't seem to ever leave her seat and even pass out workbooks. Hello, I am Jeremy, he excitedly said as we entered the classroom. I am Anthony, I muttered. Mrs. Harvey didn't seem to care and pointed at a pair of empty desks in front of two girls. There. The girls groaned as we walked towards our seats. The other boys started whispering and pointed at us. A girl across the room rolled her eyes and said, Oh my gosh, new kids? They stink. Enough, enough, Miss Harvey said lazily as we watched her slowly get up from her seat towards the back of the room where the workbooks are. Suddenly, there was a knock at the door. Hello? Is this Mrs. Harvey's class? A quiet voice said as the door slightly opened. Tune in next week for our story, The New Kid. time for the answers to this week's movie trivia. Question one was, the Lorax is based on a book by which author? The answer was Dr. Seuss. Question two's question was, what candy was used to lure E.T. in the 1982 film? The answer was Reese's Pieces. Question three was, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what are the names of the four Heavenese kids? The answer was Peter, Edmund, Susan, and Lucy. Question four was, when Nemo was put in the fish tank and fighting Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? The answer was Shark Bay. For our final bonus question, question five. In Madagascar 3, the boys gets arrested in which city? The answer, drumroll please was Rome. Congratulations if you got all these right, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.
Last week, we asked you how many cats and dogs live in the United States. Well, here is the answer. A. 140 million cats and dogs live in the United States. Now, let's get to this week's trivia question. How many pounds of popcorn are eaten each year at the movies? A. 9 billion. B. 17 million. C. 4 million. Or D. 16 billion. Make sure to tune into next week's episode to find out. Make sure to tune into next week's episode. We will discuss all about the medieval era in history. Thank you, Bobcats, for listening to this week's episode. There will be an episode posted every Monday. We would like to say thank you to Mrs. Bender, Mrs. Sprague, and Mrs. Borlick. Thank you, and go Bobcats!